Welcome, everyone, to another episode. It's your girl, Anita Love, to hate, to hate here. And Mr. E. Dude, your hesitation is, like, really (laughs) slow. Well, I was just, uh, I was just trying to think of a great introduction for myself. You know, since somebody don't like me to say, this is my boy, this is your boy. (laughs) So I was just trying to think of some great adjectives to put in front of my name. You know, do a little dangling potticle to my name, you know. Oh my God. I hear you. You know, because it's Friday. It is Friday. Is it pay Friday for you? Oh, oh, most definitely. See, you supposed to say you supposed to say no. You don't supposed to rub that shit in. I'm oh. struggling over here. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go get me some peanut butter and jelly. And I don't, I can't even eat the peanut butter. We're gonna set up a goat farm for you for uh, for you for you. Yeah, set up a goat farm. Yeah, we said we're gonna go find you for you know <laughs> the, the, the finding employment because it's it's work looking for a job. It, you know. It is. It's exhausting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when I mentally and physically, one, it is yeah, exhausting. I mean, like, dang, and then you have to start filling out these assessments and stuff. I'm like, man. Do you on. think the assessments are stupid? Uh, stupid. Like, I don't understand it. Mm. Like, it say, are you sincere, honest? Yeah. Sincere, honest, integrity. I'm like, <laughs> what you think I'm going to say? <laughs> exactly. Hey, are you go war in it? <laughs> no, I, I'm no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just sitting I'm, on the couch, no, straight chilling. No, I'm, exactly. I'm a procrastinate. I'm a procrastinate. Are you a procrastinator? But are you, know you a team me? player? <laughs> is yeah. when you do a phone interview with someone, and you are completely honest with the interview, you get a great vibe from them, and then they give you this stupid assessment, and then they say, "Well, your assessment didn't pan out to the interview." How it did? I answered it exactly the way I answered the questions because you look at the assessments and if you pay attention to the assessments, the assessments is almost like the questions that they ask. Exactly. And so you're sitting there thinking, what did you think I was gonna say? Oh, I can work weekends, twelve hour shift. What did you think I was gonna say? I I I didn't sign up for that. I didn't say that I could do that. So what you want me to say that now? No. Exactly. (laughs) One company. Did a phone interview, liked the woman. She seemed to like me, told me to do assessment, did the assessment. So she was like, well, you don't need to come in because your assessment um, isn't, isn't, didn't work out the way the interview was. Wow. I said, I said oh, okay. I said, that's okay. I, I guess, and it was a pause. So I guess she was waiting for me to say, well, why is that? No. Is that? no. I knew why. I'm not stupid. I knew why. The mm-hmm. same place that told me I they're still looking. You know what they're looking for? Twelve hour shift. That's what they're looking for. So that's why you're assistant. <laughs> so you lied, because this is what she told me. She said, Are you looking for full time, part time, whatever, whatever? I'm like, Well, I'm really looking for part time right now because of school. Right. But you know, I'm open to it if the if the schedule is right. That's what I said. Right. And she was like, Well, cool. She said, Well, we could do this, this and this. She said, but you might would have to work at least one twelve hour Saturday a month. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. I said, well, I'm open to that. Right. I didn't say so, no, right. but I didn't say yes either. But exactly. I'll let you know that I was open to it. The right pay. Right. You know, exactly. if the rest of the days and the hours match up, I can do mm-hmm. that one Saturday out of a month. Right. Oh, exactly. no problem. So what are you talking about, Mama? So then when you when I do, she's like, oh, she's like, well, cool. She said, I love your um your resume. I love the phone interview, and I like your honesty. She said, a lot of people won't be honest about certain things. She said, I, I love it, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Okay. Supposed to be in, we supposed to be, I supposed to did the assessment, which I did, right. and come in that Monday morning, to, that no, 1 o'clock that Monday to interview with her. And she called me at 10 and said I didn't need to come in. Wow. Exactly. And then they sent me alerts because, you know, I'm on almost every <laughs> you know, job. So you're grinding. You're grinding right, right now. <laughs> exactly. So they send me this alert. These people have like 20-something ads. Wow. Of looking for 12-hour shifts, 10-hour shifts, uh, Saturdays and Sunday shifts, uh, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shifts, but these are overnight shifts. Like I'm sitting up thinking like none of them are day shifts. What did you think was going to happen? You thought I was going to come that Monday. You was going to hire me. You was going to say all the good stuff, stroke me. I was going to say, okay, cool. Let's do business. Give me a schedule that said come in at night. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to pop up there at night. That's what you thought was going to happen. No, 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 that there's no way me and a company can meet in the middle and come to a mutual understanding with a schedule, I'm not going to asshole them around. Yeah, I'm not going to tell them, I'm interested, I'll take it. When I know damn well, I will not be able to do that. Because exactly. for me, to me, I think you don't know who these people know. So if I mislead y'all and make y'all think I'm going to take this job and the whole time I knew that I couldn't, I go over here to a whole nother company, the the person that hires there and the person that who company I just left, friends, you know what I mean? Because even though you're not supposed to discuss people, people still discuss people. Exactly. And they can say they don't all they want to. That's a lie. You're lying. That, you're lying. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So I'm not going to take that chance and be like, well, yeah, I'll take the job. And then y'all, tomorrow I gave a position to a new candidate and then somebody else. Another company did the same thing. The woman right. who, who did the, the phone interview, she liked me, everything else. I was supposed to come in and do an interview. They ended up giving the job to somebody else. She wasn't the one that did the hiring. Wow. It was another woman that did the hiring. But she wanted me to come in and do another interview with the woman that actually did the hiring. But when wow. she called back, because I, I called. And right. so when, I, when she called me back, she said, unfortunately... I'm not the one that's over the hiring process. So, yeah, they gave the uh, position to someone else. Um, But if that doesn't work out, I will gladly keep your resume personally on hand. That's what she told me. That let me know whoever they hired, she didn't want them to hire. But, again, if you don't have no control over who hires and who, you know what I'm saying, that's that's just part of it. Right. But my thing is I'm not mad because a lot of – People get in positions off of who they know. I don't like being passed over for people that's not as experienced, not as educated as me, not professional as me. I don't like that thought. But at the same time, that wasn't for me. That wasn't my time. 
And even though it doesn't feel good, I have to keep reminding myself, you're walking in the steps that God has planned for you. So if you're letting him guide you, let him guide. Stop trying to do it on your own. Let him guide. It's frustrating. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't like people to lead. But, see, we ain't talking about people. We talking about God. So, you know, I'm human. God knows he's dealing with a lot when he's dealing with me. So, you know, right. I'm a work in progress, you know. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. Oh, wow. It is hard. I don't. I just don't see how people do it and just be like, well, no, I'm straight chill. What you doing, the girl? Did you see the younger? No, I didn't fucking see no younger. No. <laughs> You know, hey, I'm young and restless. <laughs> you know, they contend with it. I'm like, how right. you contend with that? Like, come on, people. But I know something better and amazing is out there for me. Is oh, it's, it's, I just have to be patient. It's gonna come. It's gonna come, especially once yeah. you finish that edgy more, edgy more, more, edgy more, more, location. Oh God! Look, I did my schedule for the spring. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, I have like I have like four or five classes. Mr. Nita. I know. Taking I can pool. do it. That's, I can do it. That's that's a full schedule. That's a full schedule. Wow. <laughs> that's a that's a very full schedule. I can do it if okay. I focus down, buckle down. Okay. And. I divorced my family for a whole semester. <laughs> if I divorce my family for a whole semester, I can definitely do it. Not the first two. Huh? But that last, I said you can do. But that last, uh, you you can't. You ain't gonna be able to do that one. But but uh, you gonna make it work. I know you are. You always do. Yeah. I, I just got to get this over with. Like, I got to, you know, I got to get these classes out the way so that I can go in and apply. Right. And, you know, I, I'm trying to get as much done now right. before they change anything else. Because yeah. every semester when I pull up the requirements, something changes. I'm, and I'm like. And and it's not and then it's not taking some away. It's always adding some to it, right? It's adding or it's changing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if they had to did any changes, I would have been able to apply to the nursing program in the spring. Wow! But they've changed that uh, the class one, two of the classes I have to take before I even apply wow. to the nursing program, and I didn't know that. And now that I know that, I'm like. Let me try to get it done, you know. Right. So, right. That's my game plan. And well, then you know I gotta good. take uh elementary statistics over because I didn't do good at, at that. <laughs> you know. Well, well see so you got a general idea of what it's gonna be about now. So yeah. I think you would do I think you'd do be, you'd do better in it and do well in it. I, yeah. I hope so. Well, because you got a general idea now of, of, right. of how and then sometimes it's always it's always a lot of times it's about the, the professor. So maybe sure. hopefully you get a better professor. And if not, you know you know how to handle whoever the woman man or woman that you had last time. You know what you know what to expect from them. So right. Uh, so you you're gonna do well. You're gonna get it done. Well, I appreciate the support mm-hmm. and the encouragement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It is Friday, people. Yes, yes. Freedom Friday, chilling Friday, just whatever. It's Friday. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I I have a check in. Okay, what's your check in? My check in is on Vice President Pence. Uh oh, what he didn't do? He don't use the same. Comment to Oprah. He told Oprah, "This ain't Hollywood." What? 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 Does he know Oprah? On yesterday, yes. On yesterday, (laughs) Mike Pence, the White House own version of Aaron Carter, (laughs) was out and about for Georgia Gerber National Campaign. Okay, in Georgia. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And the current Georgia Secretary of State and Chief Manipulator of Votes, Brian Kemp, you know, all the the snakery, wormy stuff that's been going on with him. Pence, like the rest of America, has heard that Brian Kemp's opponent, Miss Stacey Abrams, the woman on the, the, who, who Oprah is supporting. Right. So she's has the potential of becoming the first black female governor. Right. And she has celebrities supporting her. Will Farrell campaigned for her. Um, Michael B. Jordan, Oprah Winfrey has also uh, endorsing her. Michael B. Jordan has also been going door to door to help wow. get our votes for her. Common has also been kicking it with um, Abrams, but for, you know, what's the nice word? <laughs> That's a nice word. I'm scared. <laughs> but uh, the pasty face Pence worried. I think he is. I think he's very worried. And I think he should be. But anyway, um, he claimed that Abram has been bankrolled by Hollywood liberals. He also said during his campaign event for Kemp, I heard. Oprah is in town today. I heard Will Ferrell was going door to door the other day. That was the vice president said. I like to remind Stacy and Oprah and Will Ferrell, I'm kind of a big deal too. But to who? Who <laughs> can't saying this? Yeah, who you a big deal to? <laughs> yeah, to who? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, he said, and I've got a message for all Stacey Abrams, liberals, Hollywood friends. This ain't Hollywood. This is Georgia. <laughs> this ain't Hollywood is really another way of saying this is the racist South bitch. That's the way I took it. Which is another way of issuing a dog whistle like yeehaw to Kim supporters. <laughs> now, if it was Hollywood, they probably a chase Pence, homophobic ass, straight out of town. I'm just saying, I bet he won't go to Atlanta with that BS. <laughs> he ain't yeah. gonna go there. Uh, yeah. You know he ain't. No. Now, the shock yeah. therapy for gays advocate continued, and Georgia wants a governor that's going to put Georgia values and Georgia first, and Brian Kemp is going to do just that. Oprah is actually campaigning for Abrams. Let's just be clear about that, people that are listening to my podcast. Now, can you imagine that the impact that could have with Oprah showing up at your front door? 
<laughs> Baby. So she you was going door to door, knocking in Georgia. You know what? I would I would pass out. Mm-hmm. I probably I probably would just stand there. Like, you know you over. You know you you know you know you at my door. I probably would pass out. I think that'd probably be her and LL Cool J would probably be the two people that I'd be starstruck. No. Former <laughs> President Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Oprah, <laughs> LL Cool J, <laughs> Mary J. Blige. <laughs> yeah, I think those would be the ones that I would be like jail shocked. Like, I think I would pass out over them. And Anthony Hamilton. Ooh, and Fantasia. <laughs> I'm steady naming people, and I'm gonna stop naming people. But anyway, if Mike Pence showed up at your front door, you probably be confused as to why the hell the FedEx man is wearing a suit. You probably be like, "What the hell? Why you, why you at my door in that damn blue ass suit? What you want? Like, who, when they start having you know FedEx drivers wearing suits, that's what I'd be saying. But I think he needs to understand that he's not a big deal. He's not even close to a deal, let alone a big deal. And if Pants was standing behind, you know, me in a whole suit wearing an I Am Mike Pence t-shirt, you still wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even glance at that damn t-shirt. I wouldn't. I I just. Right. I think everybody wants to be like Trump. <laughs> I do. <laughs> And I don't think they realize how dumb that really is. I I, I just I, I don't know what a web we weave in this country. But anyway, Abrams and Kemp are in a tight race. But that's only because Kemp is literally suppressing the black vote. Like he yeah. have yes, it's been yeah, they've been having some issues over there, ain't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I would love to see somebody like Oprah come come to somebody's door. They call the police. They arrest Oprah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know that would be a big deal. You know what I mean? And if they wouldn't right. vote for uh, Abrams, they would probably vote for her for showing them. Yeah. Like the mother people in Georgia. Yeah, they probably vote for them. Yeah. Oprah. 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 Was I told him that she ain't come. Nobody requested for her to come. She said, right. I, "I paid to come down here myself, yep. and I approved." She said, "And I approved this message." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said she she tracked down Abram and, and cell phone number, and she called and said she wanted to help her help her help her out. You know, I can't believe this, this this rascal said he a big deal though. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, so, I, well, Mike Pence, you, you you the vice president of the United States, so you so you I mean technically you are a big deal, yeah you are, but your big your deal ain't big as Oprah, so okay, so you you can stop that. I mean okay. But, Wait, Mike Pence is a big deal. Well, I mean he's a the vice president title of the United States is a big deal. The vice president. Not 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 Mike Pence. I mean he has the title now. So I'm saying just like right now the president mm-hmm. 
title is a big deal. But the guy in there that's running it, that's saying that is the president, ain't that big a deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So, hey, but I don't know. It's just. Well, Did you see what one of the um the 49ers cheerleaders took a kneel during the national anthem? Just one, I thought. It was, one, it was just one? It just showed a picture of just one of them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. I know I was seeing, I didn't read it, but I, I seen that that is what was happening when that day, yeah. uh, that one of them took a knee. Yep. And uh, so, uh, I wonder why. I mean, why this year she knew? I don't know. But they said two squad members were seen kneeling during last season's Christmas Eve game against the Jacksonville Jags. Oh, okay. So I don't know if this is the same person or not. Um, but the only thing I'm going to say about that is I don't think if you have the right understanding and you think for yourself that you can possibly think that is disrespecting your country or your flag or a national anthem by respectfully protesting. Um, there are many military people that have died. I do believe that. But they didn't die just for a flag. They didn't die for an anthem. And I think what has happened now is people have gotten so out of touch with reality to where they don't care what someone else feels or what someone else have went through or what someone else struggle was or or whatever affected someone else or so many other people because they haven't hit home. And right. So you don't if you don't know what it feels like, if you haven't experienced it, it's it may be hard for you to step outside yourself, self, self, that means selfishness, and see it for what it is instead of what someone has gotten on Twitter and turned it into. Because nobody's going to tell me that if that man had never got on Twitter, made the comments that he made, and even put his orange body in it, this wouldn't be as as, as disrespectful as they've made it. You're not going to tell me that. Right. But right. this is the country that we live in, and this is the kind of country that a lot of people want it to be, where you have a president that can say whatever he wants, do whatever he wants to, Employees and companies can do the same thing. People can paint their faces and bodies black and not care if it's disrespectful. Um, It's a country where people feel like, let me put y'all in y'all place and remind you where your place is. Let's go back to them. Right. But you know what makes it even more disgusting to me is when it's your own race that keeps killing each other. You're adding fuel to it by going out there with all the black-on-black violence. Like, I don't understand that. I'm I'm just I'm over that. Uh, I'm I am, you know. Me and my brother was talking, and he was talking about they were talking about the pro- protests, and uh, he was saying about certain people didn't protest although they wanted to, but they felt like why am I protesting for these people when all they're gonna do is, you know, be killing somebody the next day and it's never whatever. I said, but what about all those people that stuck in those communities that stuck in these places? where they're being mistreated, that's not a part of that. 
Right. You can't hold you can't hold every community and every black person and brown person in that community as a whole for people that's out here being thugs. And let me be very clear to you, I'm not a thug. And my black is beautiful, baby. And my black don't crack. But I'm not a thug. I'm not ghetto. I'm not hood. I'm not from the ghetto. I'm not from the hood. But I can be ghetto if you take me there. But at the same time, that's not where I'm from. That's not what I'm about. So to put every black person in in a category and say all of us are this way because of the actions of some, that's crazy to me. Just just like, that's almost like saying, if you eat a banana, that means you gay. I know that's way off topic. You eat a banana, you gay. I love bananas. <laughs> I can wake up in the middle of the night and eat a banana, and I'm going to be okay. Like, I, I love bananas. It's just, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, allow a person to be respected for who they are you know stop judging them off of everybody else it's hard enough as a black person when you know that your race is doing stupid stuff and you not take it personal me i take it personal like when we do something stupid i'm like lord why why we got to do this (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's just embarrassing right and it's sad because when you hear the news it's like you be like, Lord, please don't let it be one of us. Yeah. All, everybody don't crazy. <laughs> everybody crazy. It's crazy. White people, black people, Asian, Hispanic, Muslims. There's a lot of crazy in everybody. You know what I'm saying? All these races are crazy. So you can't just say black people crazy. You definitely can't just say white people crazy. And we know you can't just say Muslims are crazy. You can't say Asians are just, you can't, you can't because you don't know. You know what I'm saying, exactly. but I'm over it, and I don't know who Mike Pence is. Who is he? <laughs> He's a little guy that got selected as the United States uh, vice president. Oh, really? Yeah, that's who he is. But, oh, but he he's a he's a you know. That's, that's who he is. Oh. We'll say that. We'll say that and leave it at that. Yeah. Excuse me. I but don't know him. I wonder do he fit in this category. Uh, we have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men. Most of them radic- radicalized to the right. And we have to start doing something about them. This is what Don Lemon says from CNN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder, is he in that category, one of the white men like that? Because, you know, Lemon went on to say that there's no travel ban on them. Uh, there's, there's, there, there's no ban. You know, they had the Muslim ban. He said, there's no white guy ban. So what nope. about that? So, uh, and a lot of folks are in it. Oh, 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 a lot of folks, even your 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 president's son said, "Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a president." 
the United States president. He's not my president. He does not even like. He does not even like black or brown people. He's just out to use black and brown people. That is not my president. Yeah, and they found out, and they're finding out the hard way. That's what he. That's what he was doing. I don't know. I remember, I remember back right before the election, he was like, "Well, I'm gonna do." Oh, really? Okay, 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 ignorant. Okay, be ignorant. Exactly. You know, be ignorant. What? <laughs> yeah, you know. So I don't know. It just. It, it, but I didn't think. Okay, this is just my opinion on the on on, on Mr. Lemon. Uh huh. Um, I like Don Lemon. Let me just say that. And Don Lemon is known to stir up a little controversy himself. You know, he doesn't back down. You know, uh, and I, I, I agree with him. I feel like the real threat in the United States comes from white men. I do. Um, and I also agree with him when he said that they should stop demeaning groups over terrorism. And I agree with all of that. Um, see, this is the problem. People don't want you to be honest. Right, especially people, when you're talking about them. Now, when exactly. Talk, when people, you refer people to them, they don't want you need to, to stop listening to all the negative energy that Trump tweets out about the migrant caravan and, and, and the immigrants, and now you want to take these people's citizenship away if their mothers wasn't illegal. You know, like, they need to stop looking, listening to that garbage and look at, look at the reality. And my thing is this. They want to make it a racist thing, racist, or what he said, but when the FBI said that the sniper was a white man, nobody was mad about that. We was mad that we found that his ass was black. That's what we were mad about. Yeah, because that's what he he said. He gave the facts. He said, you know, showing that since 9-11 in 2001, the far right violent extremists yep. have killed over 106 people and 62 attacks across the country. Right. While the radical extremists have killed 119 and 23 attacks. So so that's his point. Like you just said, this, yep. this was a white man shooting them folks in what you call yep. it. Was a, it was a white, little white dude killing these kids down there. The white, this is white shooting exactly. these folks. So... <laughs> But, you know, that's the thing. They don't want you to be honest. You know, and 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 him saying what he's saying, they do know his partner is white, right? Yeah, exactly. They do know that, right? Because people are like, oh, he's official, he's a racist. <laughs> uh, no. you, do know, you do know he's married to a white man, right? Exactly. You do know he's part white, too, right? Yeah. They they do know that, right? I mean, they may not. I, oh, they know it. They gotta know it because he never he never downplayed the white side of him. Just like he never downplayed the black side, he owns it all. And right. that's what you're supposed to do. 
If you're mixed, bilingual, whatever you want to identify yourself as, own all of it. Right, exactly. You know, don't own it for its lightness or its good hair or because you uh-huh. get the privileges. No, own all of it. The good, bad, and the ugly, and the confusion, too. Own it. Stand exactly. in it. Right. You know, whenever somebody black say something, they're racist. Right. Right. They're, they're racist. When a white person say something that's clearly racist, <laughs> clearly insensitive, clearly oh, no. stupid no. and ignorant. No, don't use that word sensitive because, you know, we're sensitive when they say so. The country is too <laughs> sensitive. They don't want to say black people sensitive. Right. Because oh, we don't we... want to offend it. We don't want to offend it. But, but, but the country. No, no. Are, are we, they say, they use the word, they include them still. Are we yeah. being too insensitive? You saying it. How can exactly. it be we? <laughs> exactly. I'm not confused. <laughs> exactly. I know what it is. You the one don't understand. Like those songs say, what you mean we, white man? <laughs> Dude, don't put no like we Tonto in Long Ranger. <laughs> exactly. Yes, indeed. So, but that, yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm, I just, I don't think what he said was racist. I don't think that he should have been, tried to be flipped into something racist. Right. I think it's just something that they want to do to just keep promoting excuses for not accepting the reality of certain things. And, and like There's say, a white man that went up in a church and shot Jewish people. Thank you. Thank you. There was a white man, young, went up in churches and shot people. There are Thank white you. students that went up in a... Hmm. The guy that did the shoot in Vegas, what color was he? Uh, looked white, white to me. He looked was white. The Texas man, wasn't he white? Yeah. Okay. The, the, the boy in South Carolina, he went in that church. He mm-hmm. was, what color was he? Like the one that ran that car in in in, in that uh, uh that uh that protest march. What, what color was he? It, it, exactly. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the facts is what it is. Like right. I, I no matter how he would have said it, they still would have took it the same way because exactly. they don't want they don't want that to be the truth. But just yeah. like that's the truth, we can't say. The only people that's crazy is white people. I spin a curse. The only people that's crazy is white people because we some crazy people too. But y'all love it when we say we some black crazy ignorant ninjas. If we talk about ourselves and demean ourselves and and, and put ourselves down, oh, it's all good. But if somebody's speaking straight facts of reality that you can go online, Google, and and fact check. Exactly. I'm confused. See, that's the thing. See, that's, they, and that's the problem I have. If somebody's opinion is not what your opinion is, you hate the president. You, you're a bigotry yourself. You're promoting racism. All you talk about is racism. I'm beginning to think you're racist. That's because you're crazy. Exactly. That's, that's because you're exactly. stupid. And that's because you're sitting there listening to somebody's podcast, waiting to get to something that you can pull out and say, you said that. So that makes you racist. Listen to all of it. Don't listen to some of it. If you listen to everything that Don Lemon said, you're going to still don't go there and say he's racist. Because you wanted to. Exactly. Because it's easier for you, you to point the finger and say, no, that ain't true. You racist. 
Mm-hmm. But you still got three fingers pointing back at you and those three fingers telling you to get on Google and Google that shit and fact check it. That's what exactly. those fingers are telling you. Thanks. Nobody's making it up. And you oh, know what's sad? It shouldn't even be true. Right. We shouldn't even be in a country where so, that is the truth. We exactly. got Muslims that we're scared of. We got black thugs that we're scared of. And we have a lot of white men that we're scared of. It's the facts. It's Thank the truth. You. Thank you. But yeah. y'all not checking them the way y'all are checking Muslims and the way y'all are checking black people. Y'all don't check them. Thank you. They ain't That's on why it's so no easy for them to go under the radar. Yeah. You gotta look at them. They ain't on no no fly, no fly uh bang. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. All the, hey, all the white European can come over all they want to, right? There you go. There you go. I don't think Nanny said. I don't think Nanny said was racist. I think. Not at all. I think people are just trying too hard, and and I it, it just it's like every time someone do something that you know is clear racism, they just be looking for stuff. Just like with yeah. the nurses and the other people that painted their faces in the in the Megan Kellen situation, then uh, uh, Gabrielle Union dressed up as Gwen Stefani with the blonde hair. She's racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How in the hell is she racist with blonde hair? <laughs> That's like Al Roper uh, dressed up like somebody. Now, Roper said, you know, the thing is, it ain't that you can't dress up as Beyonce or as Jay-Z or as anybody black. Just don't paint your skin black. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's the bottom line. My so, thing is this. If we some horrible people, why would y'all want to paint y'all skin black anyway? Why, why, why are they under these, these, these tanning beds and sitting out in the sun and all this kind of stuff? I don't know. <laughs> that, that pretty, that brown skin is pretty. It's attractive. It's, but it's, I, that doesn't, you know, but just... it doesn't sound like our skin is pretty and beautiful. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that. I know that we are. I mean, I know that we're, we're the bomb. I know that we age very amazingly. I know that. You know, it runs in my genes. I know that. But listening to the way people say certain things, you wouldn't, if I was a little girl now, coming up in this country now, the way I struggled with self-esteem and anxiety and depression, I wouldn't want to be black. I wouldn't. And you know what's crazy is racism where I come from was clear, but I didn't understand it to be racism. I just understood it to be mean-spirited people. My parents, they didn't talk about their races or their this or their being that way. They didn't talk about that like that when it came to law enforcement and and things that like things that happened that I learned later on. Right. They didn't talk about that to me me because and my mother told me I didn't want y'all to walk around this world scared so that's why and as y'all got older and we felt like y'all needed to understand that's when we invited it and let you knew okay it's more than just this there's this that's this and that's this and this is how we feel you should handle you if you were ever to be in this situation right but as I got older and I started seeing things and saw firsthand 
police officer doing things that I just didn't get. I just didn't understand. I'm like, you you know, y'all police officers, y'all supposed to protect us. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? So when you get older and you see it for yourself, it's totally different. When you have a police officer curse you out for no reason because you ask, well, what are you pulling me over for? Because you know two cars just passed you, so you know you ain't speeding. You got a whole dummy on the back of your vehicle. You got two, three children in your vehicle. You ain't finna go no faster because people telling you that dummy might, you know, jump off. Because, you know, I'm going to believe everything people tell me when it comes to shit like that. So you know you're not speeding. You know you're coming through a town that's known to harass black people. That's right. not a secret. And this is right. how I've always been. So why all of a sudden now, when I'm in a worse state because I have a bad tire on my car, would I be speeding now after two cars pass me? So I'm like, right. well, well what, what did I do? I'm thinking maybe it's a taillight or something like that. I could get it. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't see. So maybe it was a taillight. And he right. told me, shut the fuck up. Wow. You talk and I have and that's when I proceeded. I got my cell phone from off the side and I dialed and when he came back, um, I said, You gonna tell me what exactly I did? I just wanna know what exactly I did and he went back at it again and at that point that's when I proceeded to record him. These are law enforcement, these are police officers. So people wanna paint this picture that oh no, that that's a lie. It happens. Exactly. There are some that uses their authority in an ugly manner. And it ain't just the white ones. It's the black ones too. Right. So it ain't about it ain't about what color is wearing a badge. It's about the badge itself. They get away with shit. The problem is you have more that have done have taken lives that happens to be white. Then black or brown people, the black, more of the black and brown people that have been at the hands of taking lives, they ain't working. Huh. Exactly. They ain't law enforcement anymore. Do your research. And if it is, I guarantee you it's about two or three of them that actually probably got away with it. But if you if you Google search now, 2018, just two, three months ago, two different occasions. Two black men was involved in it. They lost, They got fired the next day. They got, exactly. Oh, they were fired yeah. the next day before an investigation was even finished. Yeah. It's not now, the didn't, same. And didn't over in, in Louisiana, they had these, the, the white officers that being shot, Alton Sterling, they, whatever, mm-hmm. nothing happened to them, but then they had these two or two, one or two black guys over officers that shot this guy that was running from him, shot him in his mm-hmm. vehicle and accidentally killed his son, they got convicted, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And none of that was on, that was no, and they're that doing, they're video, doing though, serious right? time. They're doing serious time, not no yeah. five years. And, 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 and they, they, they had video on, on the Alton Sterling people, right? Yep. And the same police officer that actually shot Alton Sterling had a little history where people <laughs> felt like he had some problems <laughs> that got With overlooked. You know? And see, that's what people got so mad with Mr. Paul Murphy when they let um, the officer go. And he said, and I quote you, 
they're going to appeal it. But there's more evidence and information to why we had to come up with this decision to let him go. Right. Y'all don't see everything because I can't get into any of that. But once they push the issue to appeal it, once they appeal that decision to want their job back, then it's open. All of that stuff can come out. And all that stuff came out. Uh-huh. People exactly. were worried about him before that even happened. There were right. other things that happened. He, not Alvin Sterling, he was involved with. Nobody saying nothing about right. that now. Then just recently, uh, 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 who saw, her saw, whatever his name, police officer, pulled somebody over doing traffic stop. The guy got out and ran, supposedly. And he told them that the guy shot at him, so he shot at them. He shot at the guy. Couldn't have found out. Wasn't even true. Right. He lied. Wasn't even true. Then he lied about where he was. On on on. He talking to the other officers. Like it was just so confusing. It didn't even make sense. And what about the guy in uh, the office in uh, in Chicago? He said he said that the. The guy was walking towards him, and he was walking towards right. the guy. Shot right. I was just concentrating on the knife. <laughs> right. And like the woman in Houston, was it Houston in Texas? Yep. The team, yep. uh, OPM or whatever. I'm like, they, they get a, away. It's a lie. You know what I'm saying? That black and brown people should be worried, scared, and upset about that. Other people don't have to worry about that, but they act like. Exactly. It's wrong. Exactly. So, so when lemons say they are, you know, they are the worst terrorists. The terrorist is here, not a thousand miles away, not two thousand, ten thousand miles away. It's right here in this country. Exactly. I live in Mississippi, so they're right there in my backyard. So right. come on. Right. Okay. Right. Enough that. with that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this we is pride. Keep, it's freedom we, pride. We have to keep praying for better. Exactly. And I exactly. think this is a country where we should have, it's, you know, you have the right to say how you feel. Right. I think just because you have a right to say how you feel, something shouldn't be said. That's my opinion, and I'm going to always stick to that. Well, but when it comes to that with Mr. Lemon, yeah. take take your selfishness out of it. Right. And look at it. Yeah. And then, if you still feel like he's racist, then I can't do nothing to you. I can't help you with that one. You know, I can't. I just tell you, get on your knees and keep praying. That's what I'm going to do anyway. So I'm going to tell you to keep praying because that's all we can do. All we can do is just keep praying and keep hoping for better and and keep pushing love and don't change and and give in to the negativeness because it's easy. It's easy to hate. Right. Very it much is so. easy. It's easy to hate. I'm I'm serious. Especially in 2018, it's easy to hate people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I knew you were talking about the Tommy Tucker show last week about the guy. I wish you had listened to the show this week because they they posed that question. Uh, is uh, what is which why why isn't that racist what uh, Don Lemon said? So I know it would have been some interesting conversation on that, and you probably went through the roof. <laughs> but I didn't. Hear oh my that. god! But I know you know I know you were talking about 
that. So if they was talking about that on that subject, I'm pretty sure it would have been interesting for you. See, that's the thing. It's like I'm trying <laughs> to watch what I say because, you know, you people get fired just for hey, having an opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have a job because of your opinion. Right. <laughs> right. So so you it's like right now it's like you're scared. So you're watching, you're monitoring what you're saying. So it's almost like you you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. So you're trying to be extra quiet and not say nothing and just right. you know. But uh, majority of the people that called into his show have already expressed to me who who they are. <laughs> You know, so I'm a Who That fan, uh-huh. but I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of Who That fans are racist. So you're in the South. So we're we going to be all the way 100. We're going to be honest with each other. It's what it is. That's not going to change. So right. I'm glad I didn't listen to it. You didn't call in to Tony, Tony, Tony Tucker show, did you? No. But, so, what? All right, you guys, I apologize. My service is crappy in Baton Rouge. And so, yeah, it started. And then it dropped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> you, do, you did that well. Do that again, Mr. Neal. I'm not. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> what is the plans for this weekend? I didn't ask you that. What, what are your plans for? We got it talking about Don Lemon and Trump and did we, was, did we even talk about Cardi B now? Did we talk about them? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, nah, no, no, I, I, what is it about them? Uh, two, two rich women uh, at each other. Uh, I know that's exciting to some people, but it's not, not exciting me. for me. Like, it's starting to look very staged. Yeah, it's okay. like a Mean Girls. It's like Mean Girls right now. It's, you know, stage. I don't know. It just it just doesn't. I love respectable rap beef, and I like rap beef that makes sense. This doesn't make sense to me at all. I'm sorry, it doesn't. I don't yeah. follow beef if I if it doesn't make sense. Like, I, if if you ask me why somebody don't like me. I'm going to tell you why that person don't like me. If I don't know why that person don't like me, that's not my beef. That is your beef. Because I don't care. Say you don't like me. Right. I have nothing against you. You know what I'm saying? But what you're not going to do, you're not going to play with me. And I think that's what happened with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. I think Nicki felt a little jealous and a little intimidated when Remy Ma came. She tried to try Remy. Remy said, hold up, bitch. I'm from the streets. You forgot? Put in a place. 
Remy went in, back in her corner. And Remy said, I said what I said. I said what I had to say. I had nothing to say. That was it. She thought was it. And truthfully, that's all Remy had to say. She didn't need nothing else to say. I'm sorry. She didn't. So now the next target is Cardi. What's confusing to me is the same way you felt <laughs> with the Cardi B situation, that's the same way Little Kim felt. The difference was you and Little Kim were supposed to do music together. Little Kim was with Cash Money with you, supposedly trying to do a song together. And y'all took the song, and it was just about her. And Little Kim was trying a new style. Next thing you know, the song, the beat, and the similar style became Nicki Minaj. And so Lil' Kim felt some type of way. She's like, why both of us couldn't work together? Why why pull her against me or feel or make her feel like she has to be this person and put push me away instead of, you know, women working together. Men work together all the time. Why pull us against each other? Because that's exactly what happened. So Lakin went in her corner, said what she had to say. Nikki kept coming. And see, this is the thing that people don't understand. People don't research stuff. You know, people's like, oh, no, Lakin, she's jealous of Cardi. I mean, um, Nikki Minaj, she probably was. But if you go back and look at every interview that Nikki did, if you go listen to her song, certain songs that she's saying, I don't care if you're deaf, dumb, blind. You not been to tell me Nikki was not talking about Lil' Kim. You not been to tell me that one. In the interview, you made fun of how she talked. You made fun of her. You didn't you didn't think that the former queen of rap was gonna feel some type of way because you felt like she's a has-been so you didn't think that she was going to feel some type of way listening to that because you, you know it's going to come back to her you didn't feel she was going to feel some type of way then it was reversed now you're in your feelings toward Cardi because Cardi didn't show you the recognition that she should have with having someone like you on the phone it didn't make sense and then it keep coming and keep coming now I'm going to be honest with you I think both of them are talented in their own way. I think I I love Cardi B Hustle. I love it. I love it. I love it. Did I say I love it? Yeah, I love it. Um, and I think she's gonna be around for a while. I think she needs to stop fighting over Offset. Stop going to these strip clubs, fighting over some Offset. Take care. Continue to take care and love your baby. And leave all this Nicki Minaj BS alone. And I think Nicki, Nicki lost me when she did the podcast, for sure. Like, I listened to a few of the episodes, and at first I was like, oh, okay, maybe, you know. Next thing I know, she yelling, she calling dudes bees and stuff. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, if a dude called you that, y'all be ready to crucify him for that. And then the dude that you call it to is a cool dude, like a really good dude. Like, I 
I'm not close to them, none of them artists or anything like that, but I've never heard anything negative about this person. So for you to do that, you lost me, mama. And every time you turn around, you yell and you, like, it's just too much. I just think if the situation is dead, kudos, great. Move on. Y'all make your money and keep it moving. What what you say? I say, <laughs> let's not talk about them no more. You, you, but so, you like so, the entertainment. So, so. You look like the entertainment. I, I care less to talk about them folks. You I know really what? I do. don't like the entertainment. I just wanted to give people a rundown on how stupid it is. Mm. And how, how, how far back it has come. And when the when the beef first happened, Cardi's like, I don't have no issue, and I and mm. I think but she see, I didn't thought, have I, a beef. But I thought I thought we talked about that when it first started happening. Yeah, right? and then yeah, I thought about the situation that, so. had dead it. I thought they had kissed and made up, but then when they got to fighting, you know, well the the situation when they got into it or whatever, that and it came back up. You know, with Nicki Minaj friends talking about she the one hit Cardi and this and that, whatever. I'm sitting up thinking like, no, she didn't. Like I say, that's that's that, those are your type of check ins. You like those check ins? <laughs> I didn't check that in. I just asked that we talk about them. You heard what my check in was. What was my check in? <laughs> Mike Pence coming yeah. to Oprah. That was my check in. How you doing? Okay. Get it together. Oh, okay. I'll I did be- talk about it on my podcast, though. Well, why are you bringing on ours? Because <laughs> somebody sent it to me, so that's the only reason I did it. <laughs> well, that's the okay. only reason. Okay, I guess we'll pee- we have to appease our audience, right? There you go. Okay. Oh, my Don't goodness. try me, because you're going to get, ooh. I just I don't like appeasing them, but okay. I know somebody that's called your girlfriend. I will call her and I will let her handle you. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't don't do that. I want to have a good weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since uh, since uh, you know, I will be you know in my own little world. You know, football. It's like football. It's like football heaven this weekend. Yeah, it is, huh? Yeah, you know, two I, well, two great games down here, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna have. Some great games and uh, other great games in there, but it, we got two two good ones, two awesome ones down here. Well, uh, my only concern is just two of them. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. That's 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 us, LSU and Alabama, and the Saints and the Rams. So, is there and any other game? Is there any other game? <laughs> Look, it don't seem like it, huh? Because it looks like all the coverage is like LSU, LSU and Bama. And, LA- and, and matter of fact, the uh, ESPN is down in, uh, in yes, uh, Baton is. Rouge right now. Yeah, yes, so it they, is. They broadcasting from Baton Rouge, so I yes, know it is. It's, so, yes, I know it it's an exciting time over in Baton Rouge. I, man, I need to be over there. It's, you know, might be some, might be some, uh, you know. I don't, but I don't, I don't go, I don't do stuff like that. Y'all ain't tailgating? Um, they're talking about it. <laughs> okay. Well, if they're <laughs> Look, talking they're, about they're it. Talking about is, it. They, they're talking about it, and this is the biggest game of the year. They're going to do it. They got to be a part. Sometimes, sometimes people just have to be a part of things. 
Even if right. they're on the outskirts, they just, oh, I was there. <laughs> you right. know, it's always, I was there. <laughs> okay. I agree, but you know what, me? I could be a part of it right at home. Give me Thank some, you. you know, some wings and stuff mm-hmm. and I could just I could just chill right at home. Like, come on now. Like I don't I don't need to be there. If that makes sense. Right. Right. Exactly. But I'm here for it, Hunty. Exactly. I'm here. I'm here for it. It's gonna be a good game, I think. I think it's I think gonna be so a good too. game. I think it's gonna be exciting. I think we're gonna get a chance to actually see um Bama actually be pushed. Gonna right. see Bama get pushed. <laughs> I was waiting for you to I, say something. Like, hey, what you that's, mean? What every, that's what everybody is hoping. They, what you everybody mean? Hoping, yeah, everybody is hoping that. I just, I just, I just hope that it, that happened because if not, it's gonna get, it's gonna get ugly, and it's gonna get ugly real quick. It is. I mean, I know tonight they're having a pregame, um, a, yeah, a pregame party at the Raising Cane's River Center. Oh, really? I wanted to go, but since I'm feeling some type of way about certain things, I don't want to go. Oh, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> well. What? Because there was a long pause. There was a long pause after that one. You feel it? How you feel it? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I just because there's just so much going on and so I don't know. I just feel like it's safer to be at home. Oh yeah, a lot of times it is. Uh, a lot of times it is. Uh, Because uh. I mean, they had some, uh, uh, I think, last game in Jacksonville, the game before in Jacksonville, they had some shooting, not at the actual stadium, but in the same I just got an alert. Alabama has officially touched down in the Metropolitan. Yes. They have landed. They're getting off the plane as we speak right now. Oh, wow. So so this is going to happen then? This is actually going to happen. Okay. 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 I'm excited. Right. Why I'm getting excited in the game until tomorrow night? <laughs> well, because it's the game. It's the game of the year. See? It's just... Oh, my God. Yeah. That's why, you know. I everybody had a guts to bet on it. You know what I mean? Because I think I would be rich. Not rich, but comfortable. Oh, you got to have enough money to bet on it. Oh, I, I would have enough Cause... to bet and be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to have enough to do that because, you know. But what what would you bet? How would you bet? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not a better. Now, they're giving uh, LSU 14 points. So, a lot of LSU say they don't points. need them to give them nothing. We're going to take uh, your 15, and then we're going to add two more touchdowns to that. How you doing? Okay, that's how you know. That's the, that's the bookies. You know, that's the bookies. Alabama ain't giving them nothing. Okay, <laughs> so so that's the bookies. The people who get, people trying to win some money on them. They trying to you know Alabama ain't gonna give them nothing. They gonna have well, to earn them fourteen points. Yeah. Hey, and Alabama don't care nothing about cutting no covering no spread. <laughs> they just want to win. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all they want to do is win. Yeah, and even I think even if Alabama lose, they ain't gonna drop too far in the post because LSU is number three. They so never do. Drop. They never you know? do. Yeah. They never do. <laughs> only, only LSU. <laughs> they never do, and you know it. Tell the truth. What, what they, tell, what the, what tell, is, tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Saying the devil. And you're right, but they should. Okay. okay. You're mm-hmm. right, and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. And they. I wouldn't. I, you know what? But I'm gonna be honest with you. I would not want to be Coach Ogron, Ogron, whatever. Ogron. Go Tigers! I would not want to be him. Oh, no, he's sitting in the catbird. I probably seat. would have. I probably would have the shits right now. I probably, I probably would have the shits right now. And I know there's a lot of information. And what? tomorrow, I probably would too. Up into the game. No, I'll be, I'll be like, man, this is it. I'll be loose. I'll be no, like, I would be excited. I would be excited for the game, but I would be nervous. Like when my daughter used to play basketball, when it was like playoff time and it was like tough teams and we knew it was tough teams and we knew if Baker played like Baker's supposed to play against these teams that's supposed to be competition, oh, my God, it's going to be a hell of a game. You know what I mean? I would be excited and nervous at the same time, and then, you know, you'd be telling your daughter, oh, you're going to do good. It's going to be good. You got this. And the whole time, that's something. As soon as yeah. we make it into that gym, like when you make it on the, on the campus where the game at, you nervous. You make it in that gym, you're like, yeah, let's do this. I don't know what it is. Just thinking about it, bringing back those old memories. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because, you know, I played a little football, little football in, in high school and college. I never was nervous. It was because I'm not just, hey, this is what I love to do, play football. This is what you Like do. excitement nerves? You never got excitement nerves either? Uh, no. Like anticipation? Oh, my God. You're not uh, human. No, it's just this is the job to do. This is what I'm. Oh my God! Yeah, I love playing football. This is a game to me. Yeah. You know, so I, I, just, I, just, I, I love watching a good game. I don't care what it is. Football, basketball. I even like because I watch track too. If I watch like some damn good track stars running. I'll be like, why God and give me a little bit of that? Like, it's a little bit of talent. Why? Come yeah. God. You could yeah. give me something, you know, give me a little bit. Even volleyball, like when they be playing and they be going back and forth, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Even with tennis, like, I love sports. I love sports. And when it's a good game and it's good competition, I'm ready for it. Just like I'm looking forward to um, White Man Woods. And um, Nicholson ain't that man named Nicholson. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for them when they get ready to go as, uh, go up against each other. Yeah, that's that should be good. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. That's like go, the good versus the good. So that's gonna be good. Yeah. Well, that's yes, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. <sighs> so I'm ready for it tomorrow. I'm ready for the Saints. I'm ready for. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm just ready. I think so. I think I'm gonna drink this weekend. Oh wow! 
I'm not a drinker though. What can I drink? What can a a person that don't really drink drink that wouldn't have them with a headache for like a week? <laughs> Just uh, either some wine or some amaretto. Don't say boom for him. <laughs> I said some. Told me. She said, no, get you some boom I, no. form and add some water to it. That's what she told no, me. No, uh, uh, no, no, just some, some good wine. Uh, some, uh, I think it's uh, one wine called Stella. Uh, it's in a black bottle. I, I, I think like I've it. had that before. Oh, really? Yeah, I like I that. I think so. It's a red wine? Yeah, 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 yeah it's red. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's I think I've had fruity, so it's, it's a good taste. And maybe, cool. some, uh, maybe some amaretta, you know, and pineapple. Oh, you know that's, okay. You know that's some good. Or some, or some Malibu rum. Uh, 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 I, don't, I ain't fooling with all that stuff. I'm just saying. I heard about good. that. Oh, it ain't, it ain't that bad. It's, it's <laughs> nice. It's a nice that. sweet. It's a nice sweet little little something for for a woman to drink. Just you know, just don't just don't overindulge. <laughs> And yeah, amaretto is cool. I heard about that. that ain't, that's not a good alcohol. Yeah, well, it's good. But but the amaretto would be good for you. you know? Oh, okay. Well, I'll think about that. Yeah, it'd be good for you. Yeah. But anyway, there we go. Yeah. I'm good. I don't have no more check-ins. Oh, well, me either. Me either. You didn't have none anyway. Huh? Well, I you didn't have none. I didn't you, check. I didn't say didn't check-in, but my Dunn Lemon was my check-in, but I didn't say check-in. So, Did but you hear what I said, though? What? I said, but you ain't had that no way. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, yeah. And you, hey, uh, wise man once that always told me to keep. Hey, a wise man told me to keep a relationship going. Just always tell the woman you probably right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so Miss Anita, you probably right because I'm going to keep this relationship going. <laughs> Anyway, it's been good. Thank you, guys. It's been real. Y'all have a fabulous and safe weekend. All that amazing good stuff. Um, Yes. Stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinions dictate who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. Like the former first lady, when they go low, we go high. Continue to push love. Be encouraged. Let your family and friends know that you love them today because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Any final words? Yes. Don't let anyone steal your dreams. Because if because you don't. We will see you <laughs> at the top. That's all right. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces.